Welcome to Psyched for Psychology, a Nystrom & Associates podcast. Our hosts, Michelle Iverson and Brett Cushing, are both licensed marriage and family therapists at Nystrom & Associates. Each week, they talk about all things mental health and therapy, and you get a chance to dive into specific psychology topics that help promote personal development and wellness. And now, here are your hosts, Michelle and Brett. Welcome and thank you so much for joining us today for another episode of Psyched for Psychology. Today is going to, I think unofficially, kick off our holiday series because we are talking about well, all the things that kind of come with holidays, right? Um, a lot of the stress, a lot of the, I don't know about you, but the busyness. I feel like there's a lot of pressure to cram a lot into a very short period of time. And with that, we tend to lose sight of certain things, at least I feel like. And I think one of the things that I tend to lose sight around this time of year is this idea of gratitude and the importance of gratitude in our lives. And so we kind of figured today might be a really nice day to talk about gratitude and what that means for our mental health. And I'm... Truly grateful that we are talking about this because it, it really is something we can't hear enough mm-hmm. about. And it would seem as though gratitude is, it's, it's common sense. It's just intuitive. Yes, we should be grateful. I mean, we were told, I remember my parents telling me, like, you go up and you tell that person, you know, you tell grandma you're thankful for that gift. Uh-huh. And like, you walk up, thank you, in this uh-huh. kind of somber tone and incongruent message. But, you know, we were told to be thankful. And, of course, why, why do a whole podcast on this? And I think it's because while it's it's so intuitive mm-hmm. and we know it already, we need to be intentional about it because mm-hmm. it, it doesn't come natural for us. So. I can't hear enough about this topic. You know what's so funny about you saying it's not natural for us is in in saying thank you for gifts. Uh, I mean, we're filming this not long after um, Halloween, and my kids really struggled with not going up to doors and saying trick or treat, um, but saying thank you for the candy every single time. Right. I think about half of the times it was me saying thank you. Or them getting candy. Interesting. Or me having to tell them, go back and go say thank you. Um, and so, right, it's not something that is always natural. Certainly for little kids, we have to do a lot to kind of instill and kind of teach them about this concept. Yes. But we have to, even as adults, even when we do say thank you on a regular basis, it's almost a reminder that gratitude is in some ways even more than just that too. Right. And some people might be thinking, oh, come on, this is juvenile. But really <laughs> think about it. it It's not. Mm-hmm. As adults in our adult world, how often are we grateful and we are intentionally going out of our way to be grateful with our spouses mm-hmm. or as parents to tell our children, you know, I'm so grateful yeah. about this with you. Mm-hmm. And for many of us, 60% of our adult life is our work environment. And how often... Do we hear from our bosses, hey, I'm so grateful. Thanks. You do a great job with this. I appreciate this. And how often do we do that even with our bosses? I mean, we're so feared, uh, fearful that we're going to be considered a brown noser. So we we don't go and and go out of our way to be grateful Mm -hmm. and say to our boss, like, hey, thanks. I really appreciate 
what do you do with all the stress? So yeah. just making the case that as adults, we're not much different than the kids right. when it comes to trick or treat, right? Right. Somebody yeah. is giving me a little nudge, Michelle, go say thank you. Right. Right. And so there's actually a lot of research that goes into this particular topic. Did you know that there are some psychologists who they specialize? This is all that they do. And one of them, his name is Robert Emmons. Um, he specializes in this topic and he has some really interesting thoughts about the idea of gratitude. And he says, it's not just, it, I mean, this is part of it, but it's not just an action, not just that thank you. He says it's more. He says it can be thought of as an emotion a virtue, a moral sentiment, a motive, a coping response, a skill, and an attitude. He says it's all of those things and more. Um, so at minimum, it's that emotional response to getting a gift, but it's also the appreciation that we feel when we are in the receiving end of somebody just doing that nice thing for us and not expecting things back. It's really kind of coming from and recognizing those good intentions of other people. And I thought that was a really nice reminder of um, just really how expanded this topic is. And it also reminded me of our podcast that we did on mindsets. If you haven't checked this one out, you can check out our podcast episode list and find the episode called You Are Who You Choose to Be, because it makes me think about how gratitude helps us in creating our growth mindset that's going to have a positive impact on our mental and our physical health. And I appreciate what he is saying that you're conveying here about intention. It's, it's much more than words, mm -hmm. you know, because we know that just the words can't necessarily convey accurately, you know, like a spouse might ask another, like, well, do you really love me? Well, of course I love you. Mm -hmm. And we get these incongruent messages where somebody might in truly trying to, with, with sincere intention, mm -hmm. be grateful. And because communication is so tenuous that it, it gets lost in translation. And that reminds me of another episode we did on the five love languages. Yes. Like I bought my wife flowers when we first got married all the time. And she said, oh, thanks, you know, and that, that wasn't really her love language. Yes. <laughs> and she, all she saw was dollar signs, right? So, uh -huh. like, how much does this cost? And <laughs> so was I loving her? Yes. That was my intention there. Yes. Did she see it? Mm -hmm. Not necessarily. So yeah. I, I appreciate that it's what he's saying is that it's it's more than just the words. Mm -hmm. And it's more also than just giving uh, gratitude to somebody. It's also the receiving part. Right. And it's a mindset that we're going to talk about a little bit more on this, but this idea of a mindset, we have to choose mm -hmm. almost every single day. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I also appreciate what you said earlier about this too, that some people in our field, they actually suggest the root cause of depression and anxiety and stress is unhappiness and, yeah. and not being grateful. And, Maybe a bit oversimplifying things, but there's, I think we intuitively again know that there's some truth here that, mm -hmm. yeah, what, what do we find when I'm depressed and I'm anxious? I'm not very grateful. And some of that's because I have expectations and that weren't met. And we can actually just by being choosing, as you're saying, to be grateful, we can do a lot to help ourselves simply in choosing to be having a different perspective that's right. grateful. Because what we never want to do, especially when somebody is experiencing depression, is set up a self-fulfilling prophecy mm. of if I'm entering into my day without either that growth mindset or 
gratitude for even just the smallest neutral or positive things that could happen or are happening throughout my day. Mm -hmm. If I'm only focusing on the negative, what's that going to do? It's only going to reinforce this feedback system that's going to reinforce the depression. That's a good point. It it becomes this downward spiral, Mm -hmm. this kind of snowball effect when we are not happy. Mm -hmm. And I, I think of we have the holidays coming up mm-hmm. and it's really easy to kind of be in our little clusters in our family and talk about the one family member that's not there. Yeah. And notice how easy it is to become uh, disparaging towards the other person or to be critical or just sort of joking and sarcastically make some comments when the person's not there. And why don't we get together and have conversations like that when someone's not there and talk about how great they are. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, how often does that happen? Right. Uh, so it has this snowballing effect and we we naturally go there and we need to be intentional about not going there. Mm-hmm. Being in, And we're going to talk more about that, how to be intentional. But it involves like in, in my area where I work called uh, dialectical behavioral therapy, we do opposite to emotion mm-hmm. action. So I might have an urge to be critical and to be ungrateful. Uh and I need to do the opposite of that. I don't feel like, I may not feel like it at all. Mm-hmm. And I have to do the opposite of my urge to denigrate somebody and be grateful for that person. So DBT talks a lot about increasing positive experiences and mm-hmm. ways in which to do so. Yeah, yeah, it does. With the, the idea is that we need to, because our lives are so stressful and then life, uh, life is traumatic. Uh, there's lots of traumatic things that happen. We need to build positive experiences. Even if mm-hmm. uh, that positive is only going to last for a little bit, it's mm-hmm. important. And the analogy I use is when your phone is at like 5% and you're like, oh man, I can plug it in for like 10 minutes. What's that going to do? Well, it might get you another 5 or 10% that can help you go further with your phone and gratefulness can be the same way as we choose to be grateful throughout the day every day Mm -hmm. we're adding those positive sort of percentages uh, of being filled up with something that will sustain us throughout the day and let's face it for many of us and especially during certain seasons in life and this season of the holidays while it's joyful it can also be really difficult and draining and so we need to be building these positives And we'll talk more uh, about how to do that more intentionally, but just to underscore how important it is for us to to be intentional, because when we're not grateful, Mm -hmm. we are going to be much more unhappy. Right. So what is gratefulness and gratitude? What does that do for us and like even just for our bodies physically? Great question. Um, We are so connected in in what we're learning more and more in our field Mm -hmm. is that our emotions are connected neurologically with our brain and and that is connected with every part of our body. And there's this book that we highly recommend called The Body Keeps the Score. And so the idea in that book is that we are, everything's connected. So everything that's going on physically affects us emotionally and vice versa. So gratitude plays into that in that we have, when we become grateful, it has a great effect on the brain. So I remember in the eighties, there was this, this commercial, this is your brain, you know, it was like an egg. Oh, this is your brain on drugs. Right, this is your brain on drugs, you know, and then they put it over like, you know, a skillet that's frying. And 
Um, oh, yeah. those anti-drug PSAs. Right, back yeah, it was the Just right. Say No campaign. quite interesting. Right, so <laughs> I thought what we do is sort of show uh, this is your brain and then this is your brain on gratitude because... <laughs> they should have done that PSA. Yeah. That would have been better. <laughs> yeah, I think a little more positive note here. Uh, so I know we're talking about physical health, but I, I, can't, I immediately went to the brain and yeah. because so much emanates from there. And our brain, when it's on gratitude, it's fascinating. One thing is that when uh, they found there have been studies, scans, and they found that gray matter increases in certain parts of the brain that contribute to us feeling overall more happy. So that's fascinating. Like, wow, like they can actually see the gratitude does that. Also, there's a release when we are grateful. Mm-hmm. We have the, the dopamine and the serotonin, these neurotransmitters, these chemicals in the brain. Happy and love. Happy oh, and love. Happy and love. Yeah. That's what we should call them. We Wouldn't that be easier and better than dopamine and <laughs> serotonin? It sounds so clinical. But essentially, yeah, that's what they are. It's the happy and love chemicals. When we are grateful, yeah, that, mm-hmm. that really does increase the dopamine and the serotonin. But it also, like, we, we have our limbic system, okay? And that is responsible. The limbic system in the brain is responsible for all of our emotional experiences. And when we choose to be grateful on a regular basis, that enhances the limbic system. So uh, I just, I went right to the brain. And so these are some of the things initially that help us uh, in the brain when we choose to be grateful. It actually changes the way our brain operates. Mm -hmm. Now, there's also, as you said, physical. So what do you think physically? How does gratefulness help us physiologically (laughs) in addition to the brain? Any thoughts? Uh, You know, you and I, before we were recording this, we were talking about this idea of connection. Yeah. Because we're dealing with those happy and love chemicals they help us connect more to other people around us. And I think physically we get that, you know, reaction in our body as well too. But I think it even kind of does things like it increases like our feelings of satisfaction, motivation, energy, we get better sleep um, and we reduce our own levels of stress. One of my favorite books, I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast yet, yet is um, one of my books I got from a professor in undergrad called Why Zebras Don't Get Ulcers. Yes. Yeah. I love that book so much because it really reinforces this point that if we do not sometimes take active steps towards reducing our stress, um, that is going to create um, that fight or flight response that will have a hard time turning off in our bodies. And that can create long-term health issues like ulcers. Zebras don't have that response. So they Mm. don't get those ulcers in the long run. The second the thing that is creating fight or flight for them is over, they're good. But as humans, Mm. we don't react that way. And so sometimes we have to do things that will reduce that stress response in our own bodies. So are, are zebras, uh, they don't have ulcers because they're, they're grateful. Is that, is that what we're saying? Cause <laughs> sure. yeah, maybe like, I bet they are, bet you know, they when are. they just outrun I just the lioness. I just outran that lion. Right. I am grateful. Yeah. I am good. <laughs> I'd be, I'd be really grateful. Yeah. But no, I, you did talk yeah. about that when we yeah. talked about the episode on, on stress oh, and the effect of yeah. stress. Yeah. And it's, it's great. We need to keep hearing these things over and over again. So it does reduce stress. And I, I love what you said about satisfaction. Mm-hmm. It increases satisfaction. Now, 
how often are we truly fulfilled and satisfied? Uh, we've talked about John Gottman, marriage family therapist, mm-hmm. and all the research he's done. And I, I years ago I read, you know, how they've they came up their their approach toward the research was really different. They yeah. they didn't look at everything that's going wrong in the marriage. They studied marriages where everything's going well mm-hmm. and that they actually report being fulfilled and satisfied. And it's yeah. not a high percentage. It's a pretty small percentage mm-hmm. of people, but they looked at that and looked at the things that were going well there. And when you said satisfaction, it made me think of that. And how often are we grateful mm-hmm. in our marriages mm-hmm. with our spouse? Sometimes I'll talk about my wife behind her back, you know, like, <laughs> oh, you should see her. She's great. You know, at this and I'll brag about her behind her back. Yeah. How much more to be able to do that With your spouse directly and to be intentional because, like you said, it it results in greater Mm -hmm. satisfaction. And we alluded to in the beginning of the podcast about even in the workplace Mm -hmm. and with our children as well. Wow, that's fascinating and incredibly practical. (laughs) So it does, it actually, it reduces uh, some of our stress. It helps us also regulate pain. Oh, yeah. Super important because when people are dealing with chronic pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's critical, I'd say, to choose to be grateful, right. to help manage that pain. And people can say, what is there to be grateful mm-hmm. about? Well, we'll talk about you know how to do that more in just a moment. Mm-hmm. But it also increases sleep quality. Yeah. I encourage my clients and I try to encourage myself to do this like the first part of the day, what am I grateful for? And the last part of the day, before I go to bed, what am I grateful mm-hmm. for? Because those are kind of the, sometimes the two more stressing parts of the day. And goes opposite to what we tend to want to try and do, which is what went wrong? (laughs) What do I want to stress about? Yes. It's to do the exact opposite of that, which speaks to those DBT skills. Yes. Yes. Good plug for DBT again here. I will always plug DBT. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it is. And and so, but notice it doesn't take long to do this. Mm -hmm. And especially if we're just being sincere, Mm -hmm. we can do this in less than 30 seconds Mm -hmm. and notice the incredible uh, effect it has upon us. And it helps us with our immune system, helps reduce pain, helps with sleep, helps regulate stress. Uh, This, you know, what it also does, it helps regulate our sympathetic nervous system. So our sympathetic nervous system comes online when we have that fight or flight kind of reaction. And so we we can get very hyper aroused and anxious. And that's our, our nervous system, our, uh, I'm sorry, our sympathetic nervous system coming online and getting us ready for fight or flight. Mm -hmm. And there are times we all know that when I'm really anxious, my body is sort of there thinking, oh, threat, threat, look out. And yeah. my parasympathetic nervous system is kind of falling asleep mm-hmm. and it needs to come online again to sort of help my body know, oh, it's okay. You can calm down. The lion's gone. The lion is gone. Right. And so isn't that interesting how just being grateful, choosing to be grateful can help regulate our Mm-hmm. nervous system and kind of bring that parasympathetic nervous system online just by being grateful. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. So how do we do it? Go ahead. How yeah. do we do this? I'm grateful you're here I so know. you can tell us. <laughs> <laughs> we have lots of I ideas. I think we've got lots of ideas, both yes. of us. I think of, um, we're, we've been kind of talking a lot about like those short-term things we can do 
on that day-to-day basis. Um, We were talking about what am I grateful for at the beginning and the end of the day? I've got a lot of clients. They love keeping gratitude journals Mm. so they can write that down and not only do that at the beginning, the end of the day, but to see that as a continuous reminder of even if it's a tiny, small little thing, that thing I still can and want to be grateful for. So I don't get kind of stuck and rooted in the mire of things that maybe aren't going as well right now. Even just like things of like complimenting yourself, affirmations. Uh, these are just like those short, simple, sweet, but positive messages about yourself. Even saying things such as like, I am good enough. Yeah, I don't believe that. I don't believe I'm good enough. I mean, it, it is hard. It's right? a hard one. Because so, sometimes I really can believe that. Mm-hmm. I can be convinced. Yes. But notice, who convinced me of that? I can't say you did it, Michelle, mm-hmm. or my parents did it growing up to me. I, I've i convinced myself yes. that. And if I've convinced myself that I'm not good enough, mm-hmm. wh- who's to say I can't convince myself that I am? Or at least offer a, a counterweight to that yeah. because that, that weight will just bring me down if I think I'm not enough. Mm-hmm. And I need to counter that. If not, and not that I'm, I'm the greatest person in the world. <laughs> it's just that I, I need to have a balance that, yeah, yeah there's things about me that I, I just don't like. Right. And there are things about me at the same time that are really, really good and, yeah. and redemptive. And so we call that being having a, a dialectical balance and not categorizing myself or my situation or other people in all or nothing categories, either all good or all yeah. bad. And so gratefulness, choosing to be grateful, even though we, we, we may not feel convinced about something about ourselves that we want to compliment it, it really is crucial for us to have that counterbalance. Yeah, Absolutely. So I also think, here's a a real simple one. My clients tend to like this. This has been really helpful for me. Uh, Be grateful in response to your mistakes and failures. Mm. Oh, that's a hard one. It is. It's super hard. Mm -hmm. And one of the ways to do this is stop saying, I'm sorry. Yeah. I think a lot of times we say, I'm sorry. I'm very prone to it. I'm sorry. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And and I'll be sorry for things like, you know, that are completely not my responsibility. I'm so sorry. And so I was late getting here today, right? And the old me would have come in and just profusely apologized. Oh, Michelle, I'm so sorry. I can't believe I did that. That's true. You know, and and just kind of go on and on. Uh And now notice when I say I'm I'm so sorry all the Mm -hmm. time. I can assume it's almost like a double negative. Yeah. Like I'm assuming you're the kind of person, Michelle, that would not understand I was 10 minutes late. And I assume something negative about myself that yeah. I'm not the kind of person who can make mistakes. Mm-hmm. But if I can stop. Or saying, not even a mistake, but just to be human and not necessarily yeah. be perfectly on right. time. Yeah, it is, that's that's human. Yes. And it's really inhumane when we do that. Right. You know that you mentioned that. But notice if if we turn that into something grateful. And I come in and I say, I know I'm late. Thanks so much for understanding. Mm -hmm. 
I'm, I'm being grateful to you. Yeah. And it's a double positive because I assume, Michelle, you are that kind of person who would understand that. Yeah. And I assume something positive about myself that I'm the kind of person it's okay to make mistakes. So mm-hmm. that's what I mean in a very simple way. Stop saying I'm sorry and say, hey, thanks for understanding. Mm-hmm. Because you're saying to the other person, you know, you're giving gratitude to them and you're, you're being kind of giving yourself grace as well. And it's, it's a great way to take our mistakes and be grateful in the midst. And you notice what Brett's describing is a very positive mindset shift. Mm-hmm. And if you're to go to having that type of mindset around not even, not even just mistakes, but just like normal human things on a day-to-day basis, you've now gone from just short-term gratitude fixes or things to work on to something that's going to create something long-term, like creating ways in which you're going to experience more positive things more often Mm -hmm. in general, just because of mindset shift. And, and part of that mind shift is being intentional about it. And we said at the beginning, being grateful with our spouses. When I do couples therapy, one of the things I like to start with is, all right, so what are you each, what do you appreciate? What are you Mm -hmm. thankful for in the other? And to start with that. And yeah. it's really interesting because it, it, they're just oftentimes just sort of dumbfounded and they have to yeah. think about it. Huh. Yeah. Well, and then they recount the week. And I understand. I forget what I did even yesterday. <laughs> but it's really important that we yeah. go through that and we are intentional mm-hmm. in saying, hey, I, you know, when you did this, even just when you did the dishes for me, I really appreciated it. Thanks yeah. so much. It meant a lot. Yeah. Huge, simple stuff. And same with our kids, same bosses to employees, employees to bosses, Mm -hmm. uh, super simple. But it's just not going to come natural. We have to be very intentional about it to do it on a regular basis. And we've talked about when we do that, wow, the benefits on our brain and our body, uh, our emotions. Absolutely. One thing I think that my wife and I have done too, this is another DBT skill, is we do ABC Gratitude. Yes. And I don't know how we're doing on time. Do we have time to do oh, ABC? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So ABC gratitude, you go through the alphabet and you you take letter, you take turns with each letter of the alphabet. So yeah. like you, my wife would go with A or I would go with A. I'm, I'm thankful and I appreciate uh, the activity we did last night. That starts mm-hmm. with A. She'd yeah. go with B. I'm grateful for Brett, right? Because that <laughs> would be. And then, you know, yes. so we go back and forth. And the idea behind this is to be sincerely grateful. But studies have shown that just the searching to find something to be grateful for actually produces some of those happy hormones within mm-hmm. us. So we would sit in the backyard and we'd just go back and forth and do this. So yeah. do you want to try it? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, I'll go first. Okay. Okay. I am... Oh, boy. I should have thought of this ahead of time. <laughs> so what am I uh, thankful for that begins with an A? I'm, I'm actually thinking. I'm looking around the room. I have to do a, a shout out to a friend named Michelle A. Uh, can I be grateful for? Now I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. But as he's thinking, the grateful hormones. <laughs> Yeah, I, can, I can feel them releasing they are right releasing. now. You know what? Seriously, I, it, it was, you're not going to believe it. I'm grateful for apples. I've been eating an yeah. apple a day, 
And I have developed such an appreciation for apples. Like, yeah. this is like candy. Right. This tastes really good. Yeah. And it has a nice, a positive effect on us. Good fiber, right? Yeah. So Absolutely. I'm appreciative of apples. You know, and, and of course, like, I could take, like, the easy way out and just be like, I'm thankful for Brett. Well, but- I could have set you up. I was <laughs> like, that's why I wanted to start with A. You know, like, okay. But what I was thinking for B would be for belly laughs. Oh, that's great. Because we get that. Uh, all the time uh, when we get like our time to like talk and talk about episodes and like what we're really excited to talk about as part of this podcast and share with listeners and we get to have these really wonderful discussions and lots of belly laughs along the way it is fun and And I am grateful for that I am grateful too it reminds me that laughter is (laughs) the best medicine which is another one of our podcasts people can go back and listen to it is so we tend to reference that one it's so good that was so hilarious with dan now uh for c i'm excited because i got one right away and i am truly grateful for my clients yeah because my clients i count such a privilege truly to be able to be a part of their life it's an intimate thing that they're inviting me to be a part of I learned so much from them and I'm so inspired by them, their resiliency, the things they've been through Mm -hmm. and their hard work and to see them transform. If I won the lottery, I would still be working with my clients because I'm so grateful at the example they set. Are we going to win the lottery? It's like pretty high right now. It's pretty high. It's pretty high. Yeah. We're going to take this. If I do, we're going to take this podcast to a whole nother level. We're going to take it on the road. Right. Right. In a really nice RV. Decked out out new studio. Yeah. How about letter D? Oh, D. Which, by the way, I have to echo everything that you just said about C for clients. Um, Same for me. But for D, I'm grateful for dogs. Not only my dog. And Brett's dog. <laughs> Thank you. But all the dogs. <laughs> and I think when I think about grateful pets, I'm sorry, cats, but yeah. I don't think about cats as much. <laughs> but when I think about gratitude, I think about dogs too. Like, at least for my dog, my dog is grateful and shows unending gratitude <laughs> this deep well of just like love and i love everything and i love everything um and everyone and when i think about like how i can show more gra- i almost think right. about my dog and sure. what he does every single day yeah it's almost like their tails are yeah. the, the intensity of the wag is a gratitude like meter right yeah. so you can tell how grateful they are yeah that's a great example uh, I think for letter E, I think of experiences. Now, mm-hmm. notice this is just more like a, a a general concept. It's not something as concrete. But what I mean is is ex- all experiences. Yeah. And this is a good reminder for me, like the hard experiences in life as well as the joyful ones. Yeah. And it kind of goes back to that movie uh, Inside Out, you know, yeah. where the main character in that great movie is is sadness. And it, sadness actually gives deeper meaning to the happiness. Mm-hmm. And so that, that's what I mean by my experiences in life. The yeah. good and the bad and everything in between. Should I end on it? Yeah. F? Yeah, we won't go through the yeah. whole alphabet, but go ahead. Yeah, let's end on F. And I think this applies for both of us. It's that gratefulness for friends and family. We Ooh. talk about a lot with that around this time of year. 
grateful despite some of the ups and downs that sometimes happen, which we will do more on our holiday podcast series about handling stress (laughs) with family, but to still kind of find those moments and those times in which we've got friends and family. And I hope for this for everybody, of course, that can really, you know, that they're there for you and supporting you. For us, we've got friends that might as well be family for us Mm -hmm. just because of how amazing they are and everything that they do for us. What a great way to end yeah. uh, because really highlights just as we've been doing this, being intentional and, and the, the effect it had. I mean, we were laughing. Like, we're I feel good fun. now. I do. I do. It was fun. <laughs> just that little back and forth. Yeah. yeah and, and then this holiday season where I'm barking upon friends and family, mm-hmm. they drive us nuts, right? And, <laughs> and we love them. Yeah. And, and we can choose to be grateful. Mm-hmm. For them. And I'm grateful for you, Michelle. I'm grateful for this podcast. We have so much fun doing it and it's such a privilege to do. So I want to thank everyone for joining us and hope you can take some real practical things uh, that you can do very intentionally in your life to be grateful and experience all the wonderful benefits from that. Yeah. And we'll keep talking about the holidays and more things on managing and getting through this holiday season together. Um, And make sure to like, share, and subscribe for more of these episodes. Thank you for joining. Thank you as always for listening, and please be sure to leave us a review. While this podcast can't be a replacement for therapy, we hope you enjoyed our discussion today and join us again next time. Nice German Associates is always available to those who are struggling. If you find yourself in need of support and help, please check us out at nicestermcounseling.com.